I'm Chris. And what do we do here at Record Night? Record Night is we're a show where we uh, pick a theme, we each bring a record night theme, and we talk about it. You know, to hang out, talk, dissect it. It's two buds hanging out. So yeah. right? it's a good time. How you uh, can- if you have any ideas for themes, feel free to reach out to us at recordnightpod at gmail.com, uh, facebook.com slash recordnight, or we are recordnightpod on uh, Instagram. So follow us on any of those. Yeah, it's easy to find us. <laughs> theme ideas, or if you're an artist and you want to send us some of your music, mm-hmm. send it that way as well, and we'll try to feature you on our program. Yeah, well, we like uh, supporting artists that we like, and um, yeah, generally that's it. Hey, man, how you doing? <laughs> Pretty good. Yeah, it's been it's been a bit. I'm still just kind of being busy with school yeah. and presentation stuff together and hanging out. I'm currently working on my uh, March reading goal. I'm into reading now. Again? Uh, or uh, now? Where I'm reading. I'm doing The Lord of the Rings. Oh, you are. So I, I actually... But not just Lord of the Rings. I'm doing The Hobbit and The Silmarillion as well. You know, I have a friend, another friend who's doing that right now. He he came back like from the he ordered the Hobbit, the Cimmerillion, and the Lord of the Rings, and he's going you know chronological order starting the Hobbit. I guess it was a, nice. And um, he hasn't started it yet, <laughs> but um, he's like, of course <laughs> he'll he goes, get there. I'm I'm almost done with Two Towers, and like I'm listening through Lord of the Rings and mm-hmm. reading okay. uh, the Hobbit and Silmarillion, but um, yeah, halfway through Two Towers and a little more than halfway through Cimmerillion. So I want, want real quick we'll go we'll movies a little bit. Um, so <laughs> I've I've seen the first Hobbit movie, and then I know mm-hmm. there are two more, right, or one more? Uh, two more. They decided to make that one a trilogy. Yeah, because I heard that there's just a bunch of shit they add in there that wasn't in the book at all. It wasn't in the Hobbit. It's in like appendices. Some of it might show up in the Silmarillion. Like they throw in a lot of stuff to kind of pad it out mm-hmm. and like. I don't know. It's hard to describe because it's not in the book, but it is like it's like canon stuff. Do Do you uh, like those movies? I think the first one's fine, but the other two are bad and boring. Okay, uh, because the, the, the all the Lord of the Rings movies, mean? fucking fantastic. I love them, but all yeah, they're of them great. All. But I do not like the Hobbit movie. I didn't like the Hobbit movies. Like the first one, almost fell asleep on. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, but you know, I haven't read the Hobbit, so I, I wasn't like I wasn't like super upset with it or anything. It's just like a movie to me. But yeah, I heard the book's great. <laughs> so I mean, yeah, I like I like the book. But yeah, almost done with those. Uh, what I, about you? What have you been up to? Not much, man. I, you know, like the pandemic is still happening, but people are. I know, you know, lots of people are actually getting vaccinated. Oh uh, yeah, I got my first. I got my first poke. Oh yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I I don't qualify for it yet. Um, in the, where I live in Kansas, right. uh, you, yeah, you, cause of where you work, right? Like you have like, correct. A, yeah. See, I work at home. So f- <laughs> fuck me, I guess when it comes to, yeah. to the, um, vaccine, we actually got, you got it figured out. You're fine. Yeah. 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 But, um, we actually scheduled hers for later on this month and then she gets the second dose on April. Uh, but nice, uh, yeah, I think I'm scheduled for April 1st for my second dose. I think they're going to start doing phase three or phase four here in Kansas in May. So I'll be able to wait until then to just get my poke. But I, I mean, seriously, I, I'm I'm not going to be the person that lies about it, but I'm really tempted to. Like, so, mm-hmm. you know, I'm really tempted to be like, yeah, I work with the, the office or whatever. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I do not. I work from home. So, yeah, it's, they're rolling out pretty fast. I heard yeah. uh, Missouri's already hit like the second part of their tier one. Did you um? did you get any side effects from the first shot? Like you get my arm was a little sore, yeah. like. I worked out for the first time in a long time. Is kind of what it felt like. <laughs> okay. Did you um, which which vaccine did you get? Is it Moderna or the uh, Astra or the um? I think it's Pfizer. Pfizer. So okay, it was the one that they don't have to keep in sub zero temperatures. Are you one that they can just? That's the Johnson and Johnson. Oh, okay. Never mind. What do I know? <laughs> um, <laughs> nothing. Nothing. <laughs> but what's about or I think for the episode is right. Yeah. Um, this is this is one's kind of been a long time coming. Yeah. We, had, this we, was one of the first. Yeah, the first original ones in the hat. Yeah, first original ones, and it's you know I think both you and I had an idea was going to be for a while, right? Oh yeah, yeah. So I think so, but this one was more or less picked for my album, and then I still had trouble deciding which one to do. Okay, so this is actually an EP episode. So we each picked an EP. Um, me and Ryan really hadn't talked about how long this episode will be. It might be short because it's an EP episode, but who the fuck knows? Like, yeah, uh, <laughs> I, I got a lot to say about mine. A lot to say about mine, and I'm sure you, I'm sure you're gonna explain a lot of stuff to me about yours. Whenever, whatever it is, yeah, I might be able to. Yeah, might be. <laughs> okay. Um, 
But yeah, um, uh, this was yeah, it's a long time coming EP episode. And uh, I'm gonna be honest, I'm, I'm not a big EP guy. I don't I'll skip them even if they're bands I love. Mm-hmm. Um, I think EPs can be good, um, but oftentimes many bands fall into the like these were things that were cut from yeah, albums, right? Yeah, like, and it it's kind of like, yeah, there might have been a reason you cut it. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's weird. Yeah, most EPs are like, oh yeah, um, these were um, so it's just in made under the last album. And you're like, okay, so these are throwaway songs that the that you're putting out to. I don't want to say make money, but because you want to keep keep your fans interested in whatever comes out. But there's a few bands like I almost picked. I'll talk about what I almost picked, but is there anything you almost picked that like, also ran for you on this before you should reveal the one you actually uh, would? Yeah, I almost picked, there's a Mastodon EP called The Cold Dark Place. Mm-hmm. That was pretty good. It's one of the better things they've made in a while. Like, what, the guitar player got a uh, like a fancy type of guitar. I think it's called like a B-Bender or something like that. <laughs> yeah. Wrote a bunch of songs for it that he was going to do as like a solo thing. And the whole band were like, no, these songs rip. We want to do like a whole thing. So what's like, is it like a, like a baritone guitar or something like that? It's, it has like a, if it, if I'm remembering correctly, it has, it's almost like a whammy bar kind of thing, but it's on the, um, it's on the B string mm. only. Well, well, and I weird. Think, okay. <laughs> I think it's attached to the place where your, uh, your strap clips in. So when you move the guitar, that bends it. That's interesting. I'll have to yeah, take, they're I'll really to, cool looking. I'll have to take a look at the, B, the guitar and listen to the EP. Uh, anything else? That... Yeah, good EP. Uh, there was uh, one called Spiritual Bankruptcy by Bygones, mm-hmm. which is like Zach Hill and Nick Reinhardt duo. So like two like really good, really technical uh, math rock guitar players decided to make a lo-fi hardcore punk album. <laughs> That sounds right up your alley, man. Yeah, it's great. I even I think you'd like it. It it might show up at a later point. Um, but in the end, I went with my pick today, which is the Tane by the Decemberists. This really surprised me, by the way. Like, um, when you when you went, but yeah, for people who don't know Decemberists, why don't you tell them who they are? They are a band. They are an indie rock band. <laughs> yeah, they're kind of they kind of fall into. They're like folk-ish, like folk rock, uh, maybe like some progressive rock, especially in this yeah. song. Um, I don't know. I They're very hard to like place down what they are. The lead singer is a very unique voice. Colin Moy, a very mm-hmm. Pacific Northwest sounding voice. How about that way? Being that it's from Montana. Um, mm-hmm. I, 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 I do like the Decembers. Um, I am familiar with... with uh, only two of the records, though, Picaresque and um, in the Crane Wife. Um, mm-hmm. After that, I sort of fell off and went in my own sort of way. But they were this one, I think, came out before right Picaresque. before Picaresque. Right, the team. Okay, and it, it shows. But yeah, go go more, and then we'll talk more about it later. But yeah, what's what else do you know? Yeah, about? it's a so it's two thousand four album based on Irish mythology. Um, it, from a, I think it's like an epic poem mm. called it. When translated, it's called like the Great Cow Raid of Cooley. Sounds exciting. It's uh, the EP is a single song. It's eighteen minutes mm-hmm. and thirty five seconds. All right. Um, and this was actually my introduction to the Decemberists. Oh, your introduction. So this is the first thing you heard by them. Yeah. And okay. It's like I I listened to it kind of right at the height of me being super into progressive rock, <laughs> and so it it really clicked with me. Um. I like, I do, I'm with you. I like the Decemberists, but they kind of sit for me, kind of, they're this like, like a mid-tier band. It's like, I'll listen to everything they put out, but I don't own a single album by them. Okay. And I have to be in a very specific mood to listen to them. I probably won't see them in concert if they come through. Yeah. If they're playing with someone else really good, but it's like, I enjoy what they do and I like their stuff. Yeah. When it comes to the Decemberists, to me, I, uh, I got into them around the same time I got into Arcade Fire. So mm-hmm. I- like 2004, 2005 type thing. And so, I, I mean, I'm sure you know the Mariners Revenge from Picaresque. Everyone yeah. who knows the Decemberists knows that song. Good um, song. It's a great song. I'm sure it's a fan favorite. I'm sure everyone sings along with playing concert. I've never seen them live. And I don't really, you know, don't really care to. But um, <laughs> but I do like the, I do like uh, Picaresque, and I kind of like the Crane Wife. Um, but we're not talking about either of those. We're talking about the Tane. 
<laughs> their EP Correct. from 2000, 2005, right? 2004, 2005? Yeah, 2004. Okay. Um, oh, but like I said, it is a single oh, song. Reserve, yeah. but... <laughs> Sorry, that's when I graduated, like high school. So that was like, oh, four, okay. raise the roof, what's up? You know, that, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's one song, but it's broken up into like five parts. But mm-hmm. as you listen through, you'll notice there are different like themes and progressions and things like that that pop up throughout the album. Mm-hmm. Um, it's told from the perspective of a bunch of different characters. Yeah, it's kind of going through the the story of the Tain, but without really any sort of like seems like without any sort of like narrative lines. It seems like it's a lot of like dialogue okay. that's happening. So I feel like if you're familiar with the source material, you'd probably get more out of it lyric wise. But you I think the music you want to go really cool. go ahead and play the clip for it, and then we'll talk more about it. Yeah, let's play the clip and we'll awesome. check it out. Yeah, this is a uh, the Tain by December. You can find it on Spotify, or at least that's how I found it. And, um, mm-hmm. here, okay, here's the good. sampler. That was the Tain. That was the Tain for sure. One thing I want to say about this is it's very Decemberist. <laughs> like oh, when yeah, I listen to them, sure. Decembers are very theatrical. Um, mm-hmm. And uh, I hate giving the label to them, but I would call them nerd rock. Like, like, <laughs> they are, but they're like, they're very nerdy about, you know, like Irish folk literature. And... Well, they could they could have easily shown up on our real literature podcast. I think of that episode we did. We oh, could, yeah. We could have picked uh, Crane Wife or... or Picaresque, even if they aren't specifically about literature, they're very lit adjacent. You know, like, like, mm-hmm. like for example, that song of Valencia off, uh, off of uh, Crane Wife, basically Romeo and Juliet, like, 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 kind of, you know, but, um, but, oh, the, yeah, for sure. So, but they could easily show up in here, but, but, um, the Simmers, they are not, they, 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 the way they sound, I think, is great. Um, the way they write, uh, Column Away, the, the, the lyricist is fantastic. Like their their strength is storytelling, I think. And um, yeah. and yeah, that's they write a lot of good stuff. Like I might, I know I called them like a middle tier band, but I think that it sounds very dismissive of how how much I actually appreciate the stuff they do. Like this song blows me away. The oh, yeah. song EP album, whatever you want to call it, blows me away every time I listen. To so it, it's but... probably your favorite December song. Right? <laughs> Not even probably. It was 100% <laughs> yeah, 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 my yeah, favorite. Yeah. December song and album. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's, I mean, it's really good. It's, I think, I mean, you were saying earlier, like the Mariners revenge song mm-hmm. fan favorite. I feel like this 
is a better Mariner's Revenge song. I mean, it doesn't have quite the same like story and stuff, but it's like you've got this long extended track uh, that follows a story. But I think this one just does more interesting stuff in it. Uh, uh, all, all around, the, you know, eclectic um, sounds through this thing. Um, listening to it, my I can tell why Ryan likes this. Like I can mm-hmm. tell like, the parts that you probably appreciate. I I appreciate just as much, probably. Not, I mean, just to, I understood why you liked it because I knew you. But um, man, I don't even know where to begin with this. But I guess we just stands it by stands it, or like like it's not that many lyrics to it. I mean, it's an eighteen minute song. Yeah. I broke I broke mine up by parts because the I parts too. are very distinct. Like yeah. you, cool. Yeah. Uh, so we can start with uh. Part one, part which one. the kind of main riff is introduced. Yeah, and and it's not. Yeah, it's the main sort of through line. Um, it comes, shows up again. Ooh. <laughs> so, um, it's this character is called Crone. Do you, do you know what Crone is? Is that like a certain uh, thing? I don't know the original story. Okay. Uh, I tried to look it up and characters I mean, and things. Imagine like that. trying to read it and like making sense of it. it's like reading Beowulf or something. Like like right. <laughs> like I don't like I don't like Beowulf at all. Fucking at all. Fuck fuck Beowulf. Yeah, I think there's definitely way better epic poetry out there. <laughs> yeah, even, even, uh, I mean, Gilgamesh is even better than Beowulf, and I only like Gilgamesh, so. Right. <laughs> but, um, I've got my copy of Gilgamesh on the shelf. Oh, nice. Do you like Gilgamesh? <laughs> I, I still need to read it. Uh, it's like, they say Gilgamesh is like one of those first sort of like like literature like story things, like ever. Uh-huh. And um, that's cool. I mean, like. <laughs> you think about like uh, art and music, and I started to look at it through human history and how recent it is, like in the mm-hmm. in the um in where we are now, like the past. Yeah, the grand scheme of things. Yeah, yeah, it's like so We've recent. Barely been here. I know. Anyway, moving on. Crone, but yeah, song mostly like acoustic guitar and vocals, and kind of whole band will show up every so often yeah, between yeah. the. Uh, between the lines. Yeah, it's actually the 50 seconds in before the full band kicks in on this first part. Um, yeah. So, it would, I mean, we could just read the lyrics, honestly. <laughs> yeah, um, uh, here upon this pillow made of reed and willow, you're a fickle little twister. Are you sweet and your sister? You're a follow, won't leave us alone. Sort of just building a, a story for us to figure out who we're talking about. Um, yeah, I, I really feel like uh, when listening to it, people who are kind of reacting to the story yeah. and stuff that's happening. Again, I would love to read the book if I could find a copy of it. I have looked around um, just to just to read through and appreciate this album on a deeper level. One of the things that struck me about, like that made me go, oh, in this first part was uh, the line, she's a solid little pisser with your cock in her kiss. And I was like, Jesus, fuck. Like, like, yeah. like, <laughs> like, I mean, it's, it's such a vulgar thing that I wasn't. There's nowhere else in the song of the vulgarness of that, and um, and not. I'm not used to that when it comes to the Zimbrus, you know. Like, right. I mean, I guess you know that song off of off of um, off of, off of the later record, um, picaresque. God, what's up? It's a, there's a song about two male prostitutes, and they talk about the old male with the dicks or whatever. But like, I don't know that part. That I was sort of kind of. It sort of set the tone for the for the rest of the record. Those two lines for me, because I looked it in the lens of like Jesus, um, but um, but not e- But I mean, that part is also preceded by "Are you sweet on your sister?" So yeah, so I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, what are? <laughs> uh, am I reading somebody incest? What's up here? I think um, so. Uh, but but or Crone, at least hinting at it. Crone to me is the the narrator of this whole thing. That's why I got like Crone is mm-hmm. like he shows up again, and it's sort of like the narration of let me set the scene for you. And you can sort of try to figure out the rest. Because I, I have my own little I have notes on it, and I tried to piece it together just by the lyrics. And I, I did. I had a hard time. Like, like uh, I found a, I found a summary of like what the story's about. Mm-hmm. Basically, I mean, it can all be boiled down to there's like wars and bulls and gods and skiing. Apparently, <laughs> skiing, um, peeing. Oh, peeing, pissing. Okay. Uh, yeah, salty a little pisser. Is I mean, an old woman who's thin and ugly. Okay, <laughs> that's what crone is. That's the crone. That's that's a, okay. All right. Uh, according to the official definition. Okay. Um, but yeah, I think she's one of the characters who is jealous of a a bull. A, bu- a bull, as in like like the, the, the animal, the bull. Uh huh. Okay. Is, is, the, is ours? That's mythology. kind of the wars end up being about. Is okay. someone steals a bull. Oh, oh yeah, the, the great thing. cow raid of Cooley. Yeah, exactly. Is it so? 
I don't know if that, that's a legend, so maybe there's some truth to it. Um, <laughs> I mean, people say Bob Dylan's a legend. He exists, so who knows? Um, yeah. But So after the Crone Speaks, we go into part two, right? Uh, yeah, and this is kind of where the song starts to starts to rock, sort of psych rock at the, at the beginning of it, and then it's sort of yeah. But yeah, this is a song. This this is my favorite part of all the parts. But again, this doesn't really um, the, it wouldn't work without all the other parts. So like they go well together um, in my mm-hmm. eyes on this. So I wasn't yeah. Everything kind of like leads into the next nicely. This mm-hmm. is also my favorite part. Um, it's got this really kind of interesting like chuggy riff like yeah. it's not like a metal track but you know you get your palm mutes yeah. and, <laughs> and your uh rock organ <laughs> that, that yep. was just a... i i love the the key work on oh this, yeah the, yeah on yeah this the whole the whole thing track yeah. i love the key work on this whole thing honestly like like mm-hmm. i mentioned it a few times in my notes that the keys in this are fantastic and uh, the, like i said the simmers they they use a lot of mm, a lot of unconventional um instrumentation you know mm-hmm. like like, uh, Which we'll we'll see more of that would down in mm-hmm. uh, movement four. Yeah, but this the part two. I guess, I guess it's sort of like it says husband and captain. Those are the two characters in this uh, part part two. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm getting that basically that the husband is sort of seen as a uh, as kind of a god, like like as 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 noble maybe. <laughs> <laughs> I, like I said, it was kind of it was kind of. Um, Kind of hard to make sure I get I get this going on correctly, but yeah, that that's what I got from it. Um, yeah, this the lyrics on this thing are a little hard to parse out and analyze just because it's like it's it's out of context dialogue. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happening. So it's like you could be onto something, <laughs> or you couldn't. I couldn't find. <laughs> I couldn't find a copy. Like I, I was reading through uh, basically a Wikipedia summary. Oh yeah. Um, and all that ended up coming up was like it, it was a summary of it, but it didn't have any characters, names, or anything in it. So I don't. I'm like, I don't know who Crone is. I don't know who Husband is. I, <laughs> I imagine Captain has something to do with a boat that comes up at some point. Maybe not. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I think Captain actually is more of a military like rank, like. Uh... But I mean, at that time, was captain really military? Or just to do, you know, like a captain of a ship? Uh, mm-hmm. I mean, and I'm going with Irish mythology, so, so imagine there was some traversing of bodies of water to other places where ravaging happened. Um, right. But uh, they mentioned Charlemagne. Also, uh, I guess <laughs> Charlemagne was <laughs> he was a ruler of uh, that time. So the the lines that struck me in this is uh, basically the captain's lines where he says, um. In this place called Heavenly, you were born here, and that's where I got the div- divine sort of um, line for it. That they, you were born here in heaven, so obviously you're divine. But um, <laughs> that obvious is not the thing. But um, I I like the part two quite a bit though. It's um it's really Me cool. Too. It's um uh, it drops. The only line I the only line I wrote down is there's a part where Colin Malloy says insects. He says it like insects. Yeah, yeah. That's a thing that a lot of <laughs> bands do. It, the, like for example, he could say insects; it sounds just fine, but it just sounds better mm-hmm. if you say it differently. Um, so I mean, I knew what he said. Yeah, but he yeah, said yeah. That Like that's not how that word said. Yeah, yeah. Like for the, there's a line by a, a NoFX in a NoFX song. You know, uh, the he says psychotic instead of psychotic. You know, <laughs> yeah. and when I, I sing along in my car, I say psychotic. Uh, and, you know, I say he's a psychotic instead of psychotic, and I'm like. He knew he knows the word. I've heard heard say it normally in other songs, but obviously yeah. the the way he says it in this song, he thinks it sounds better. So and, and I, I can't say he's Who wrong. Might argue. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. I'm not Fab Mike, um, and you're not calling <laughs> the line. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, I I didn't write that down, but I, I when you said that, I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, um, but yeah, the song being kind of a rockier song, it's it does kind of fade out and slow down mm-hmm. to lead into uh, part three. Mm-hmm. And this, uh, I actually, is, you know, more uh, it's softer. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's kind of like a it's a slower movement, but it's solemn. It's and, really pretty, really catchy, solemn and tired too. It's like, like yeah. it's sort of like the the uh, soldiers talking about what the fuck's going on to him. And you sort of hear it in the music how he's feeling, you know, like yeah. worn out, you know, like war, war weary. That's that's the term, right? Um, yeah. 
So yeah, and that's what some of some of like, all these things he's going through and like just like the things you've seen and how he doesn't he's just fucking like he's exhausted. Um and uh yeah. <laughs> and what I get this is that the captain and the and the um what the captain and the and the husband came into town and fucked him up. <laughs> like that's what they came in that's like what happened. Like they came in and started fucking shit up. You know, the, the great like you said the great cow raid of cooling. I believe mm. the, the soldier is explaining what happened in the raid. Um, right. I don't know what Chang and Chariot is. I know what Unix are. Um, <laughs> can Scar lift his line in Lariat? I mean, you can sort of... Yeah, sure. Yeah, right. <laughs> um, uh, uh, they in, they do start introducing some backup vocals on mm-hmm. this one. They got a nice like little like call and response chorus that mm-hmm. I like. Oh, yeah, I like that call and response. Yeah, it's... It's pretty cool. There's, and Call Response something they use a lot of, especially in this mm-hmm. in this piece of music. The thing, and then this is this is one of the longer movements on the album. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like if you were gonna cut a part out and make it, I guess like the single or something like that. I feel like this is the most kind of like Decemberists song on here. Yeah, imagine trying to think of a single to release for this if you're a record label. Like, yeah, if I remember correctly, this was on Kill Rock Stars. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, and they, they were probably fine with delivering it and all that stuff. But I was wondering if they were thinking, how do we how do we uh, promote this thing? How do we how do we get yeah. out there? You know, like it's like, an EP. You don't have to promote it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's part three. Yeah, I don't know. What, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of more things to say about part three, but like 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 I said, the the lyrics are they explain the, the soldier and chaplain. I guess the chorus of waves, which I don't know what the chorus of waves is. Do you? It's a chorus uh-huh. sung by Waves. Yeah, Waves. I got, I got a, I'm, I'm actually. Yeah. I got to brush up on my on your vocabulary. Let's sing. A no. waif is a homeless, neglected, or abandoned person, especially a child. So I guess children, like you know, uh, orphans are singing in that part where they say, uh, "Blow me down." <laughs> yeah, a and group, then uh, a, a chaplain, I believe, is kind of like a, a priest of a certain a religion sect. A sect of it? It's Christianity, but uh, does it, I thought this does this not predate, predate Christianity, or does it? No, it's a member of the clergy attached to a private chapel institution ship branch of the armed forces. Okay, so welcome to our reading the dictionary <laughs> yeah, podcast. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, tell your friends. <laughs> but um, yeah, <laughs> coming so, up next, we got the letter D. Yeah, yeah, but chaplain, yeah, that's what we. I, w- I would say basically the priest of the army in this, the priest of the armed forces in this. Man, I, I, you know, I think about like like old battles where people just use like fucking dull ass swords and like spears and and bows and arrows and shit. Like like I'd rather be in war now than I ever want to be in like a middle age like battles. You know, <laughs> probably die more painlessly. Yeah, yeah, right. Like a bullet goes through something, and instead of just like this dude hacking at my at the chink in my armor, like the where my helmet connects to my, you know, a fucking iron iron chest armor just trying to get in there. Ugh, oh, fucking. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know. But it's like, it's like you know, people like, like he, he, people didn't die. They die five days later from the, the you know, the pneumonia they get from their, their, their slice in their arm, you know, like. like oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, and uh, they didn't know shit about medicine. They're like, people in bird masks coming in, pouring like, like, like rosemary and shit in the wound that's not helping, and they're like, "Why doesn't it work?" And um, because his humors are off balance. That's right, his humors are off balance. You can't look at it. Don't get, don't look at him. <laughs> you'll catch it. Anyway, yeah. careful. There's miasma around here. <laughs> I don't know why I got into that, but here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so you were talking about kind of unique instrumentation mm-hmm. earlier. I was, and all that really comes up in part four, which is a lot of kind of like electric piano and accordion and toy instruments and Mm -hmm. bells. And then you get a full, full part of the song that's sung uh, with the female vocalist. Yeah. The the widow who I'm guessing is the husband who died in battle. Sure. Yeah. That's what I was putting. I mean, (laughs) I mean, whatever. um, I'd buy it. Yeah. It's, Uh, but parts of the song have a real kind of like circus vibe to them. Mm hmm. When you got like the accordion kind of doing this, like walking up and walking down scales. Yeah, uh, and I'm glad that you actually included that in the sampler. 
Yeah, I love that part. That's a very, very, very December thing. I was like, oh, this is like, like you could have played me that part not knowing anything about December. I'm like, that sounds like Decemberist run because they do, they do corny shit like that, but it works for them. And um, you know, like uh, in a, I think there's an accordion in it, right? I heard something. Yeah, yeah. And who does this part? Sounds very like. It's kind of sea shanty y. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah, I can see a lot of people that like pirate music being into the Simmerist, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, especially this one. I mean, uh, in, in anything they've done, I don't, I don't, I can't speak to anything after the Crane Wife, honestly, but, but that they are very sea shanty music. And I could just yeah. see, I see a lot of people being in musical theater loving this band. <laughs> you should, if you, if you haven't listened to anything past the Crane Wife, I think it's their newest one, unless they've released one more after. Let me look it up real quick. Uh, you should check it out. Okay. Or at least the song, uh, there's a song called Severed. Okay. Because it really feels like they made a checklist of stuff that you don't usually find on Decemberist albums and then made a whole album using that stuff. Okay. Oh. Okay, the album's called I'll Be Your Girl. Um, but yeah, listen to, there's a song either called Cutting Stone or Severed. Okay. And you'd be like, I know it's the Decemberist because I recognize Colin Malloy's voice, but this does not sound okay. I'll, I'll definitely still really good I'll, I'll, um, because you know, I, yeah, I, they're also yeah. besides like the weird instruments on this, they start getting kind of like some like like sound effects. Sound. Oh, yeah. like you get some like bells ringing and like shuffling and jingling, jingling and clanking. And there's like bottles and stuff in there. Again, a very Decemberist thing. <laughs> yeah, it kind of sounds like people singing, like. Uh, the widows like singing in a bar mm-hmm. or something or a pub after stuff happened. Yeah, or or if it's this time a tavern. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's I to think of what this about. It's just sort of like it's just sort of saying stuff. Like like I'm trying to figure out. Like, I'm trying to parse the meaning out of what the widow's saying, and it's really just a poem. Really, I guess sleeping soft babies on piles of yards. What? <laughs> but I mean, yards of gingham, taffeta, cotton, silk, and gingham, I guess, is about what was around them. Because I think of gingham, I think of uh, Dorothy Stress. Right? Yeah. So that was gingham. I don't know. I don't know when this was written. It would probably be helpful to, like, place a, uh, a, a timeline. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, I mean, if you want to look that up, I'll, uh, we, I'll talk a little bit more about part four. <laughs> yeah, keep going. Yeah. I, I don't have too much more to say about it. Okay. Do you want to move on to part five, the final, the final part of it? Yeah, sure. Uh, it leads into part five um, because all the again all the instruments fade out except the drums. Oh the yeah, drums which was keep doing this like little like almost like military march thing. Like, like a, a, and and the yeah. la- part five is actually just a whole almost all call and response sort of. Yeah, and uh, I mean what I got from this is that the daughter, uh, yeah, this woman sees her daughter. Uh, based, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it like in layman terms, daughter was all fucked up. She's like, what happened? And she's like, I got all fucked up. I guess by running through grass, like thistles mm-hmm. and stuff. And then uh, she goes, woman goes, yeah, I guess you are. We're all fucked up. And, and the daughter goes, I killed a, it sounds like she killed a baby. <laughs> like, like, like it says the chaplain. It sounds like she killed something, but was trying to like hide it. But yeah. then, uh, they're like too fucking late. Kept going like, okay, but like, yeah, sure. You fell, you did whatever in the river, but you are now covered. Like you're covered in blood. Yeah. Yeah. She's like, that's, yeah, apparently washing your face in the river did not help because you're covered in blood. So uh, you, they found him dead. So you kind of you kind of fucked, but don't cry. You're good. <laughs> you're good. Like, <laughs> and then the crone comes back and says, "We've seen your powers." Um, I don't. I'm trying to still again parse this out. I might actually go read this epic poem, depending on how long it is. After the, after this, I feel like I but should... it takes place in the first century. Okay. Pre-Christian okay. heroic age. So they're all heroes and before before Jesus. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, who to guess? Who to guess? Yeah, but I, I'm I'm trying to. I mean, it's a cool it's a cool story, and uh, I wonder if call call. I mean, then the the internet wasn't huge in 2004, but I can't imagine writing this without like. I can't imagine writing it without having intimate knowledge of the taint itself and like really. Yeah, studying I mean, it. it's not the taint's not a an obscure piece of work by yeah. any stretch. Yeah. Like it's, it's Ireland's national story <laughs> or national epic. Like people call it the Irish Iliad. Oh yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
Because uh, like, it's it's a big thing. Like be, people who kind of study that area and folklore and stuff from it, like you're gonna come across it. Okay. So, um, but part five, mm-hmm. uh, it starts to rock again. Oh yes, it's it does. My it's my second favorite part mm-hmm. after part two. Um, yeah, main it, theme it, comes back. Yeah, the main like line, sort of like 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 all great pieces, uh, great EPs, or even great concept records. There's always mm-hmm. a uh, there's always this through line, sort of a main melody that you come back to. Uh, yeah, it's like it's bookended by yeah. this little guitar thing. But yeah, it gets rocking actually when they the longer um, line by woman where it says "But darling dear," that's when everyone comes in and it's just yeah, rocking. I love in. that. Yeah. It's, uh, there's a part in here I really like where uh, they start trading that main line across all the instruments that played on the album. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's oh, like yeah. the, the guitar plays it, then the bass plays it. Oh, yeah, the it, bass the part. Plays the it. bass in this is top-notch, but double bass, which I, I really enjoy double bass. Like, you yeah. don't hear that often when you do. You're like, okay, they picked double bass because they're going for a certain sound here, not because of what they have, but they're, they're creating an ambiance. It's true. I really appreciate when it comes to a lot of December songs, they have this... They, I feel like they spend a lot of time thinking about what they're going to play and how it's going to sound instead of just mm-hmm. sitting on the couch like I do, fucking around with my guitar and just going, yeah. Right. <laughs> you know, so... Yeah, uh, I really feel like the album and the song is really smartly put together. Too. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah it feels it's... like one cohesive, coherent piece, not just like five songs that were mashed together and they're like, it's one song because it's 18 minutes. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's a... It's a really. Uh, I'm glad you showed this to me. I wasn't. I wasn't aware of anything uh, pre picaresque of the Decemberists. Uh, there's one, but not the Tain, but something. What, what, their, their first record. Her Majesty of the Decemberists, or Her Majesty. Yeah, I, I was. Um, I was. Int- I was vaguely familiar with that. Yeah. Actually, I actually remember um, the, my girlfriend at the time when I got a picaresque. She was really pushing for me to get it. I was looking at it at Best Buy, and I was looking at. It, I was like. Should get, she's like, you should get this. I heard it's really good. And I was like, okay. So I got it. And, <laughs> and I think I got Neon Bible around that same time too, but uh, by, by <laughs> KFR. But um, I, I remember listening to these two like a lot um, when they when they came out. Uh, not the Tain itself. But I'm kind of upset that I didn't get the Tain. Yeah. Oh, well, you it's great. You've missing out. I'm missing out. Also, one weird thing about me listening to the Decemberists around this time is I got them confused with Death from Above 1979 for the longest time. Like, I thought they were the same band. They sound nothing alike. Yeah, but they both have Ds in the name. Oh, gotcha. So, okay. Which really confused me, <laughs> apparently, when I was younger. No, I really tried to get into Death from Above 1979, and I just, it didn't grab me the way I thought, well, I hoped it would. You know? Yeah, I like, um, I think it's their first album. I like, or their second. It, it's something in there. I like... I like that. It's a cool story, yeah, like a, as a rock band, like a cool story with the, with, the, with what they did, you know. Um, but the mm-hmm. music—I mean, they're a duo of a bass player and a drummer, and the drummer sings. Cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was their first album? You're a woman, and I'm a machine. Pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty it's, good album. I don't really listen to him too much anymore, but it's got it's got it's got the guy with the um, elephant nose on it, right? Yeah, two dudes. Two dudes with elephant noses. I like elephants, so like I like noses. Yeah, <laughs> so I mean, like, uh, you know, I, I I'm not gonna brag about going to Thailand, but I didn't. We would spend time in that elephant sanctuary, and uh-huh. like every time they they're like, "Don't look them in the eye," sort of thing. You know, got you, you st- we stayed in uh, one night there, and when you go out there, they have these dudes that live on the land with elephants, like from um, Myanmar, right? Like they, oh, really? They, they they the elephants know them like you know intimately, and they're in charge of. Of the elephants, I guess, like, like, letting you know when you should step away or you know not look at them, which, uh, like, there were like three or four times that I was like, they're gonna fucking kill us because <laughs> like, yeah. um, because the the, the Victoria guy freaked out speaking to the guy in Myanmar, and I remember our tour guy, we were walking back to our our cabin, which they we they had showers in there, but and they had which was supposedly hot water, but the the thing was broken. And I was like, I guess we're gonna, that took a cold shower in um, there, which is fine because the guy that um, our tour guide he said there are two seasons in Thailand, hot and fucking hot. <laughs> I was <Right>. like, <laughs> I laughed really hard um, because uh, I didn't think he'd say that, but he definitely did. And um, I don't know why I mentioned that; I just mentioned elephants. Okay, moving on. 
the teen. My but that was that was the teen. I really like it. All right. But I want to hear yours. Okay. Well, uh, first I'll go to all Sarans on this. Um, I could have gone with the Under EP by the Antlers, which is pretty cool. It's a separate thing. It's just you think undersea, so you hear a lot of water and like muffled voices. I could have gone with the Kicking Television EP by Woko, which is actually. It's one of the few um, EPs that I like that are actually throwaway songs from mm. um, A Ghost Is Born. But I actually went with, I guess, a controversial choice because some people call it EP, some people call it a single. But it's a decline by no effects. A lot of people ask me what my favorite song is, and this is my favorite song, 100%. Oh, really? Yeah. And you and I, we both picked a big, one big, long song, right? And this one's... I, I think that's great. Yeah, yeah. It might have fucked up one of the categories we had here, but we'll see. <laughs> um Cause, Sorry, I've got backups for that one. Okay, cool. Oh, you do? I think I, I, I do as well, but it better not... Never mind, we'll, I won't ruin it, and I'll have two backups just in case. Um, cool. Well, when we, when, we draw, yeah. when we draw that one... We'll talk about it. In the future. Uh, sneak sneak peek. Yeah. There's more episodes coming. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hope so. Um, this, this track is 18 minutes, 20 seconds long. It's not like... Um, so I'm going to read what NoFX said about it. Nightmare. Recording this fuck was a total nightmare. Writing it was a total nightmare. I'm glad we did it, but I wouldn't do it again. We got to do it three different times and then add stuff and remix and remastered four times. Ain't no rock opera. The song remains the same or nothing. We got the idea from Subhumans, not Rush. I'm not too familiar with Subhumans, but mm. uh, I'm not even that familiar with Rush, so fuck it. <laughs> but, um, oh, I love Rush. I bet you do. That sounds like a main... So 2112, you're all about it. Yeah, love 2112. I think, while it's not my favorite... Mm-hmm. Um, Moving Pictures is a perfect album. Okay. It's like a 10 out of 10. I'll have to check it out then. It would, it's so good. It has sh- all the songs you know. It's the one that has YYZ, has Tom Sawyer, it has... Question, are uh, you, I think it has do you think it'll show it. up at any point? On our, in our, oh, yeah, for oh, sure. Okay. All right. Um, it's so good, but like, you'll be listening to it. It's kind of like listening to a Cars album for the okay. first time, or the Cars, their first album, and being like, all of these songs are on this album? So, NoFX are a punk band. Uh, if you don't know who NoFX are, you don't listen to punk rock, obviously. Because um, they're either they're hated and they're loved, and I'm one of those people who fucking loves NoFX. They've been my mm-hmm. favorite band since I was like 14. Uh, one of my favorite bands. Uh, a lot of people think they're imbecile, the like, jokey rock. I hope this song changes their mind if they have a preconceived notion about NoFX are. Uh, NoFX are Fat Mike, lead singer, bassist. El Jefe, guitar player. Uh, Eric Melvin, guitar player. Smelly Drummer. Their quartet and their... Smelly Drummer. Yeah, Smelly Drummer. Eric, or Eric Sandin. <laughs> His real name is Eric Sandin. But they already have Eric Melvin, so whatever. And when you have a name like a Smelly, and Fat Mike is an El Jefe, as people in the band, you're going to think they're like, you know, a joke band. This was released in 1999. There are a few outdated parts of it. We'll talk about that when we get to it. But uh, before I talk more about no effects, I'm going to play the sampler. This is a longer one because I wanted to keep all the cool stuff that I thought was in the, in the sampler. <laughs> but here we go. This is a sampler of no effects decline, also found on Spotify. You also find live versions in the network trade version. But here we go.
assumption That a million people are smart just met the decline by, by no effects <laughs> so like i said this is my favorite song uh if you could if i'd taken a photo of my vein or my arm you can see goosebumps still coming up on it because i <laughs> i picked the parts that gave me goosebumps in the song and uh-huh. made sure they were in the the sampler um you just put them all in there yeah i did i'm sorry Straight I, shot of goosebumps. I, I, a whole four minutes of it i could not like, like i tried to trim it down dude but uh, there's stuff i was like i need to include this because yeah, again, it's, it's my... your favorite song. You get some wiggle room. Okay, all right, we'll cool. go to wiggle room as a okay. treat. Um, so, uh, before I talk and gush over the how uh, the song, what did you think of it as a whole? I like it. I mean, you know, I like long songs. Yeah. Um, and like parts changed, and then there were callbacks later. Yeah. Like, this also didn't feel like a bunch of three minute songs just crammed together. Like it felt like a solid piece, but it did have you know distinct movements throughout. Yeah. Uh, it's. It was fantastic. I really like... I know he said it was a nightmare to record, but it's like, I would love more bands to kind of, like, give something like this a whack. The thing about The Decline is it's better than a lot of NoFX records. <laughs> like, like, right. like, like, whole <laughs> albums, this song is better than probably all of Pump Up the Volume, but better like, than their first three records. People who aren't NoFX super fans like me don't know it. They played it. Lo- they played it live when I saw them. They played the whole fucking thing, and um, yeah. a lot of people didn't know the fuck it was us. But there, you know, a good eighty people around me that looked at each other. Are they fucking playing the decline? And they did. And I lost my goddamn mind when they did. Um, in fact, <laughs> that they Mike, knew you were gonna be there. Yeah, <laughs> that Mike said. Uh, I know that some of you guys aren't real big fans of us, so go to the bar, get a drink. But your friends brought you, then you're real stoked. And yeah, we were all real stoked. Um, today, this, some of the things are outdated, but there are some things that I think are important to remember when it comes to this. We, we, I got real, uh, hoodies, hoodies in our high box when we did the politics record, uh, uh-huh. episode, and I'm going to do a little bit of that here. Just a little bit, not too much, but we'll talk about it a little bit. But, um, we'll start with basically the first, we'll go like we did with the team. We'll go line by line or stanza by stanza for, okay. So it starts out with that baseline. Yeah, like real chunky, fuzzy bass chords. Yeah, and it was um, and it starts out like a 
No effects had this bass. They used Mark IV heads on their guitars, which I don't know if they are that they look like, but they're bass amps that they use for guitars, and they have uh-huh. and they have this real distinctive uh, way they they mix it. It's like a, like a V looking on the on the equalizers. But anyway, moving on. Um, uh, <laughs> this the 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 first first like five um, five parts of this song, first five verses. Yeah, like, uh-huh. they're basically talking shit on. Uh, on dumb Americans, right? Um, about how, about jingoism, about NRA, about um, God, like a religion, and how it's uh, poisoning the country. Even though the, 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 it's pretty uh, predetermined in this by no effects and and the music that America's always been kind of shitty. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you know, just uh, talking shit on the normal conservative right wing yeah whatever in our majority bullshit yeah yeah so like for example they use the term greedyocracy which is i love that yeah I wrote the, that down yeah i'm gonna read the first couple lines where are all the super fro- people from and how they get to be so dumb and that's basically saying how they they're all from here and that's why they're dumb yeah. um, <laughs> um uh, just the the 99 was a time when Clinton was president and uh bush was about to be elected but this is pre-9-11 um, I, I, I sort of wonder what it looked like if they re-recorded it in 2002 or 2003. How yeah, different? Maybe we would have gotten some better uh, political music than just American Idiot. Oh, yeah, for fucking sure. God damn. <laughs> like, people are like, yeah, Zeke Hale to the Crimson Gas Man, dude. <laughs> Even though I, I, I love all those uh, Green Day songs from that time, I think Holiday is my favorite song out of those. I do not like... I don't like American Idiot at, at all. None of it. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. <laughs> um, but it's cool that you like it. Yeah. yeah that's it's fine. So uh, one of my favorite lines in this first part is uh, "Add the Bill of Rights, subtract the wrongs," which uh, mm-hmm. uh, Fat Mike's really he has lots of clever lyrics in this. Clever to play on words, uh, mixed in with straightforward fucking shit that he says. Not like straightforward shit. This like I, I know in the last episode we talked a lot of shit on XPX and and I, I I don't know if you're gonna talk shit on anything here. I honestly have nothing bad to say about this at all. No, I <laughs> love this. Yeah. I don't I don't think I have anything to talk shit on. I think No Effects are a better four letter band than MXPX. <laughs> yeah, with an X in their name, yes, for sure. <laughs> yeah, uh, very easy to get them confused, but please don't. Yeah, please don't. Um, <laughs> But like you know, the first couple minutes of the song, it's just straight a punk song, like uh, you know the like the fast um, punk beat, or some people, someone called punk beat like a sped up polka beat with like this, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I you know what it probably is. Yeah. You speed that up. But the first few minutes of the song, they really go into basically uh, uh, American, you know, American shit. Like I'm sorry, he's like. Making ADSD. I don't. I don't want to say making it, but you said it now. I can't get it out of my head. Um, right. <laughs> um, Jingoism, uh, the NRA, the Christian right, and then mm-hmm. at almost exactly four minutes and twenty minutes, four minutes and twenty seconds of the song, they bring up um, a guy who went to jail for weed. <laughs> um, yeah, which, they start going. They start talking about like uh, drug incarceration. Yeah. And so this is this is where it's super outdated because both in California and Michigan, weed is one hundred percent recreational. Okay to get now. Like like right yeah you you can smoke weed all you want and no one you're not gonna spend time in prison like this guy did yeah but the, I mean there's still an issue with it there are still a lot of people who got arrested oh yeah they were still in prison for this shit now so it's yeah. it's it's important to know that that those people that were put in jail are still there like they didn't get let out when that shit got illegal yeah they're still serving time which is fucking awful. Uh, sorry it's something but um <laughs> and actually that's like the first part sort of. Before that part is the first sort of change in music music style. You get this sort of jazzy sort of with the delay pedal sort of dun 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 uh, part. Then they go into the where Jerry spent some time in Michigan and ends up killing himself because he's in jail. And why would you right. uh, why would you why would you stay there if it's basically gonna be there killing yourself in the first place? I I can't say enough good things about the song. We'll keep going because it's yeah. I, well, I, what I think is really interesting is they they cover just a lot of mm-hmm. stuff, a lot of issues um, throughout throughout the whole song. Mm-hmm. 
which is cool. It's not just focused on one thing. It, it kind of changes as it goes throughout because it's supposed to be this like all encompassed picture of the decline. Yeah. Did you, did, did you notice that I included the Tarzan scream in the sampler? You included what? The Tarzan scream. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cause I, I, I laugh at that. Um, and it's silly, but it's, it's fun. Um, yeah, there's, I, I, with the song changing as much as it does, you've got like the punk stuff. He's, you know, it like slows down, does the delay pedal thing, and then it gets like ska for a little yeah. bit. Yeah, it gets a little ska. It gets yeah, even, the horns show up. Yeah, the horns show up, and that 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 I did that trombone, and there's actually played by when I saw him live. Um, the trombone was played by the Mighty by Boston's trombone player. He came oh, out nice. in, like a Superman <laughs> suit and shit, and did that. Um, because before I actually saw the whole the whole thing live, they played that last part that which I kept in here the whole thing. They had to do that last part right before the set ended, and everyone. Oh, nice. Yeah, but um, the thing that I noticed about this, and I noticed you shake your head at it too, was how fucking good Fat Mike is at bass in this. Like, like those. Yeah, there was that like little like bass solo in there. Run, 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 run. Um, reminds me of like two thousands rancid. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I got that too. Um, Fat Mike's an amazing bass player. Uh, honestly, you know, all people in no effects are good at their instruments, which is not not generally a thing <laughs> in punk rock. Like, you're not supposed to be good at your instruments, but everyone in uh, no effects good at instruments. Fat Mike especially. Um, no effects just put out a record, by the way. Um, just for, oh, yeah, that's right. Single I album. was considering it's, checking it out. It's great. It's great. Um, I heard good things. Yeah. I mean, you, mm, there's some... Things I don't like about it, but things I really like about them. Um, but uh, when they there's a right after the where it goes, you know, the only people are smart, smarter than one. Yeah, that da, na, na, na. and then it comes back with serotonin's gone, and you can hear me singing it far away from the microphone, like I'm singing here, you know. Uh-huh. And um, <laughs> I thought that was cool. Uh, again, that 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 can be thrown in different ways when it comes to mental health issues. One of the things I thought was really important to um. That I actually put in the clips I wanted to talk about is uh, there's uh, four lines where he says, We are the whore and actually spade, we are the queer dysfunctionally raised. So I see this nowadays, and something that hasn't changed where sex work is looked down on. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are forced into sex work, but there are a lot of people that actually are sex workers that have done this by their own choice, and they're looked down upon. Uh, exactly. As, as idiots or uh, people that. That are not smart and yeah, um, or just lesser. Yeah, or lesser. And th- this all, this record or this song talks about a lot of people that look down as lesser. Um, a real punk thing to do is to champion those people, and I, I wanted to bring that part up because it's something that needs to change. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it's it's fucking disgusting how how people are like that are looked down upon, and it, it, it definitely upsets me. And I, uh, more than, like it also upsets me how people people look down people that um. They're addicts, you know, like those type of people. I feel, mm. I feel real. I feel my heart goes to people who are addicted or addicts or anything like that. Because, because uh, more than anything, they 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 just they're not supported. It's yeah. it's hard for a lot of people to to do that. Like they're for the same the same people that they were down people from committing suicide. You know, mm-hmm. um, no, they were, these people were hurting. So exactly. But yeah, I thought that was important. Please seek help for both if you have. Absolutely, any yeah, absolutely. Seek help for both. You know, it's just things like Barry Manilow, Symphonic Blank Stairs, Sheeple type stuff. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. And when it comes to what just happened with the election and stuff like that, I want to be clear that I did not vote for Trump at all. No, I didn't. Sorry, guys. And if you guys, if you guys did, I'm sorry. Whatever. Um, um, <laughs> but I think it's important for people nowadays to to hold their people that they have elected accountable for shit they've done. Um, if they've done shitty things, do not say it's okay because they did this. No, hold the people yeah. accountable. Don't stop being yeah, attention. Don't don't accept the shitty shit that they do because you're part of the same party. Right, and and yeah, and that's a big deal. Um, and also, if, keep keep your eyes peeled. Don't stop. Just be aware if, at the very least. Moving on. <laughs> um, there, there's uh, the last part. Is, the last part is actually sort of separated by that um, that 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 that, that, that slow part. Oh they, yeah, yeah. So it goes in the one more pill to kill the pain. I guess you could talk about that when it comes to. Like, I put wrote down soma. You know, did you read Brave New World? No. Okay. Well, there's a drug in it <laughs> when people take, and Soma is the drug, and it's sort of like like a drug that everyone takes to make them feel like awesome. And mm-hmm. you know, Brave New World is at the same time. It's also it's a, it's anti-sex and anti-drug at the same time. 
which is weird. Right. And uh, Brave New World is almost the exact opposite. I'm sorry, 1984 is almost the exact opposite. Because and I I, I kind of hate Brave New World. Kind of hate it. Love 1984. Uh, I I've never read it. I've lost a, more interest in it as the years go on. Oh, yeah, you don't have to. Don't, don't, don't wait. Do you have your 1984 now? Yeah, I love it. Oh, 94, great. Yeah, awesome. But yeah, one pill to kill pain. I sort of got this sort of society taking the pain, like the drug of religion. Like Nietzsche says, you know, a religion is OP for the masses, sort of thing. Right. Yeah. Um, they have a couple lines in here of like fear of God, fear of change, fear of the truth. Mm-hmm. But then also, uh, we know the truth, but prefer lies. Lies are simple, and simple is bliss. Yeah, and yeah, in that in that line that uh, in that last part that I wanted to. Make sure I included in the clip those last those last two verses because to me they're they they drive home the point of the song, and it's not it's not a hopeful song at all. Like by no means is this a hopeful song. Yeah, this isn't like well, we'll get through this. It's like no, you need to fucking fix this. Yeah, right yeah, now. yeah, yeah. Like uh, that last and so we go on with our lives and it ends with the the meet the decline part. That mm-hmm. part. Hair sticking on it, even now when I'm talking about it. Like, I don't know if you can see it, but, but, yeah. I, but I get you just used, say meet the decline, and you're like, Whoa. Oh, yeah, it's just it's like, did he come? No, I did not. Um, but, but, uh, man, I can't, I can't say enough good things about the song, but I, I feel like the fucking, like, like, once you know the podcast, if you listen to the song, it was two, three more times after that because it's an amazing song. Uh, the musicianship is great, the, the melodies are fantastic. There's even some na na na's in it. If you, if yeah, you to... it's got some like bad religion backup singing in it at some <laughs> yeah, point. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's got horns. It's it's got a lot of really. It's got good lines. Good, yeah. It it's just good. Yeah. It's a good song. It's another single track that's uh, cohesive and coherent, mm-hmm. uh, but still, it, you know, it's interesting throughout. It's not just one track put together. It's well thought out the whole way through. Mm-hmm. It is a... kind of like a progressive punk rock. And it's it's a smart song, uh, and that's mm-hmm. something I want to push. A lot of people think No Effects are uh, fucking idiotic, and uh, I won't say that Bug Eyes is is not an idiotic song, but this yeah. this song they, they can be both. Yeah, I know. you can be both lowbrow and highbrow. It's possible. You know, you know, Fat Mike. He, he the last record he wrote, single album, the one that just came out, was written while he was fucked up on drugs, and he just got sober. And they're working. Oh, really? The, and they're working on their next record right now, as we speak. The he got sober in January. And since he gotten sober, he's written forty new songs. Holy crap! <laughs> yeah, so they're gonna they're actually recording the next record now, and I'm super excited about it. But it's Maybe also forty songs long. I hope not. <laughs> okay. uh, so I'm actually see, excited to see what it was like when he wrote an album all fucked up, and when what's like when he's clean because a lot of bands, a lot of people, with the when their idol becomes clean, they think they lose their edge or they are not as good as they used to be. Right. Um, uh, Q Woko uh, when it comes to uh, a ghost is born to to uh, the, the one after that I forget the name of it they've You're got the Wilco guy you gotta know okay yeah I know because so Wilco uh, they they did a ghost is born and then after that oh boy uh, Jeff went to um, rehab uh, because he was <laughs> Jeff Tweedy would rehab because he um because he was addicted to pills if you read the book um that he just the book that he just wrote um. He talks about what happened, you know, like mm-hmm. what, how he got addicted. He had back surgery, he had opiates, he went to the pharmacy. The guy at the pharmacy recognized him and said, I hooked you up, man, and gave him a bunch oh of, yeah, yeah. You look at Sky Blue Sky, the one after, after, um, the one after the record I mentioned. And, um, Augusta Morn. And it, it's different in a way that, that's not good. Right. <laughs> I guess the best way to put it, it's not a bad record by any means, but it took a few records for, for Wilco to sort of come back to, a place where I loved him again, because I, mm-hmm. I I really stuck with him. Like I was like, I, I forgive you for this, and I forgive you for <laughs> some tracks in the final other one. And so now I love him again. But anyway, moving back to um, to no effects. Nineteen ninety nine. The record after this was the decline is yeah. They put all their creative energy into the decline. Yeah, and the decline's like, amazing. We're never doing that again. So yeah, the next one's gonna be easy. Yeah, the decline's amazing. I would recommend you listen to it. There are live versions on the internet that sound great. They released a live version, a live DVD of it. I was sure we'd never. I did like. I didn't know how popular it was until a couple of years ago. I loved mm-hmm. it, but I know one of the cool things about the CD too. If you got the CD, because I got the CD, it's regular CD, but most of it's clear except for the 
middle part of it. So like the outside's clear, but the inside actually has the music. So oh, yeah, because CDs hold like they can hold up to like seventy four minutes. Yeah. So if it's only eighteen, it's only going to take up the inner yeah, part. The other part of it is just clear plastic. It's fucking cool as shit. That's like, cool. Yeah, that is cool. And um, I've never seen anything else like that. I've seen small CDs. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I've seen those. Yeah, uh, that's no effects to decline. I we I went longer than I thought we would. But um, yeah, but it's still an EP yeah. of a podcast. Yeah, so yes, at least compared to our last one. Yes, yeah, so, but I think I think I'm ready. To pull our next topic. Yeah. New theme. New theme. New theme. New theme. I'm shaking it up because... Okay, I got one. This is... Desert. Desert. So... Okay. Yeah, so this will be a, uh, a album either where you feel like it it's a musical desert or it reminds you of the desert. Mm-hmm. Or... In a... I mean, you might bring Dr. Loper. I don't know. I'm a friend of the show, Dr. Loper. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, yeah, Desert. That's our theme. And um, that's going to be a hard one. This is very uh, ambiguous. Very. It's, I I got to look over my records. I'm going to have so many. Oh, yeah? Uh, there's so many albums I have that evoke the uh, evoke the desert. You're not so evoke- I'm just like. Okay, can, oh. I, can I ban Pink Floyd? Can I do that? Yeah. They, they haven't even shown up. Okay. Uh, okay. But I'm mean, Pink Floyd might show up. Yeah, but not not for this next point. episode. Okay, all right. No, oh, I don't think so. Okay, but, uh, I'm not banning anything. I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not banning Pink Floyd. Uh, yeah, no banning allowed. <laughs> okay. You gotta listen to whatever bullshit I bring, and you're gonna love it. I hope so, because I I loved what <laughs> I loved what we we listened to this week or the for this episode. Um, Me too. I was really surprised that we both did one song. Uh, yeah, yeah. One song each was about 18 minutes, mm-hmm. like really pushing the length of an EP. Yeah. Uh, if you go online, they say the decline's an EP. So fuck, fucking anyone says otherwise. The Tane is yeah. definitely an EP because it yeah, says the Tane. Just because it has, just because it has one song, doesn't mean it's an EP. Sometimes full albums are single songs. And I think the, the Snow Effects song is longer than all of Joyce Manor's last record. So, so yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what else you got going on, pal? Um, shit. Oh yeah, I do. <laughs> I do the music for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, we're, our band is called Smell. Uh, we're at smell.bandcamp.com. So if you like the intro track or the outro and just want to hear more like that, we've got two two EPs, um, two shorter things that are they're free. Feel free to download them and listen to them. I want to mention that and, S- Smell with a question mark because when you said Smell, you're thinking maybe he didn't know the name. He was just confirming yeah. it was Smell. No, it's Smell with a question mark. So. But if you go to our band camp, there is no question mark. No, it's definitely. And there is sm- no question that it is good music. <laughs> I, I agree. <laughs> I agree. Um, what about yourself? What do you got going I on? do a weekly movie podcast called Movies That Don't Suck and Some That Do. We do two new movies a week. Uh, we're actually pretty pretty up to date on it. And um, it's uh, something I do every week with my buddy Neil. If you guys want to hear it, you can find it every place you find Record Night. And. Um, other than that, I got nothing else going on. <laughs> like, 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 I'm uh, busy all the time, even though it's... Yeah, we're, we're still locked in in quarantine and still have jobs. Yeah, what the fuck, right? <laughs> so you sit at home and get off work and then go sit at home. Are you, what are you playing right now? Are you playing anything in particular? Like, like, yeah, I'm just like, reading. Oh, look at you, man. Actually exercising the muscles and the brain. Flex yourself. I know. I'm at, uh, as of March 15th, mm-hmm. I've read 22 books this year so far. Fucking flex your head, bud. Good job. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. Um, but that was a, a EP episode. We'll see you guys next uh, time for Desert Records. I'm Desert Chris. Desert Records. I'm Chris. Have a good one. Oh, I'm Ryan. And uh, this is Rick and I. Have a good night. Please out.